You're now listening to Pre-Gaming with Polly. What are we going to do? We're going to be ourselves, and that is the start of episode six. I have no idea, honestly. I think it's six. Wait, Epi- I think it's seven. I think it's six. We're going to ha- Hey, everyone at home, drop a comment in the box <laughs> if you think it's six or seven. We are, of course, live from the city that sometimes sleeps, Hoboken. Mike, where are you from right now? Uh, I'm in my bedroom in Manalapan, New Jersey. And you heard her voice before. You may know her from things such as her Instagram or Twitter. Or you may know her from Zainab Reviews Things. Oh, We have Zainab. Zainab, say hi. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, Zainab, where are you live from? I'm live from Newark, New Jersey right now. Uh, the most beautiful, beautiful city in America. That's uh, that's what they're saying. That's what they're all, all the rankings are saying. The most beautiful They've city in America. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I believe it. I've almost gotten to a car accident 100% of the times I've driven in Newark. I believe wow. that's true. I believe you there. Mm-hmm. And we I have, also, and I live here probably every day. Yeah, but that's the risk you take when you live in a beautiful city, you know? You <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, ran yeah. over, I almost ran over a, a rat the last time I drove through Newark. It was really big and scary. And I said, I never want to come back here. But then Zainab uh, jumped my car for me. So then I, I had, you know, you know, 50-50 split. I'll, I, maybe I'll go back to Newark one day. Listen, I, mean, listen, you gotta... I promise everyone, all of the listeners, if you come to Newark, New Jersey, I will jump your car for you. And that's a promise. But that's it. That's the end of the relationship. You that's come, it, that's it. I jump your car. That's <laughs> it. I don't want to talk again. to you. <laughs> Mike, Jump can you car, tell uh... cookies, and then you're gone. <laughs> Mike, can you tell the listeners what you're drinking right now? Okay, yes, I am always going to be drinking Bud Light, but today, um, for a little shots, for a little drinks. Uh, other than that, I brought some cherry vodka and some Red Bull for a little cherry bomb. You know, I'm going to wow. be drinking cherry bombs for for the games today. But that's a surprise for later. Uh, yeah, you're a fucking rich boy, on. dude. Rich boy. I'm drinking here some Corona hard seltzers. Topical Corona. That's right? quite topical. New, that, it is. That's that new. was a choice you made. Yeah, so, you know, pretty much every decision I make in my life is a topical choice. Thinking, <laughs> is this going to ruffle some feathers if I'm drinking a Corona seltzer? People at home are going to say, he shouldn't do that. He shouldn't do that. That's, that's, that's not right. Not, not during these times, Paul. That's sensitive. But I'm excited to tell you that they're actually disgusting. So, And I will not be buying them again. They don't look good. I just don't even no. like the can. The marketing of it, it just looks bad. Doesn't look, doesn't look like I want to put it in my body. Uh, now, Paul, Does... I, do, I do have a question for you. Yes. Um, I obviously am caught up 100% on all podcast episodes, and I know you're a sucker for a value pack. So are there other Coronas <laughs> <laughs> waiting to wow. be Wow. Now, those super fans at home will appreciate uh, what's happening right now. It is a variety pack. Oh, no. Um, now, there was mango, 
cherry, which sucks, lime, which sucks, mango is okay, and then here's an intriguing flavor, blackberry lime. What the fuck? Now, I like the fact that they're saying to themselves, let's think outside the box, but blackberry lime? Now, here's the thing about blackberry lime. It's kind of coming up in the flavor world. And I'll tell you why I know that. Um, because back in the day before uh, lockdown hit us and we were working from the office rather than my dining room, um, we had a bevy machine, which is just a giant flavored water bottle. And uh, our most popular flavor at my office was blackberry lime. Now, do you think that was the most popular flavor because people actually liked it the best? Or do you think people were just taking it for the novelty of drinking something blackberry lime? Now, I believe initially it's the novelty, but I kind of like the contrast of flavors. You've got the blackberry, which is tart yet sweet, and the lime, which is kind of citrusy. It's kind of tangy. They just marry each other very nicely. Hmm. Well, official review on Corona Blackberry Lime to be to be determined after I finish uh, Old Mango Boy over here. We'll now, have to crack that one open and see. Wait, Zainab, what are you drinking? You oh, I'm drinking um, a beautiful a beautiful pomegranate lemonade, and it's just pomegranate and it's just lemonade. Wow, Th- that does sound good though. That sounds yeah, refreshing. It's see, See, now that's a flavor. That's a flavor profile I could get behind, and a flavor profile I'd vote in the, for in the next election. Five right? stars for me. It's it's officially five stars, and I know you guys would agree. Mm-hmm. Now there's there's something I want to bring up that happened to me uh, yesterday. Wow. Um, you know I don't want to beat this topic to death, but I feel like I I need to talk about it with you guys. If you didn't bring it up, I was going to make you bring it up, Paul. So we need to go so, over it. So flashback Wednesday, right? Wednesday night. The streets are alive, people. Restaurants are open. Street mm-hmm. eating. Yum for me and you. Everyone's eating. So I'm with the boys at the restaurant. And we're outside dining. And then uh, listeners will know this name. I don't know. Uh, ever heard of him? Adam Goodsight says. <laughs> Boy, have I. <laughs> he says, wow, look, there's a squirrel eating a slice of pizza. So I turn my head and what do I see? There's literally a squirrel holding a slice of pizza and carrying a telephone pole and eating it. He's so, carrying a telephone pole? You said yeah. that backwards. <laughs> no, Mike, you idiot. He's carrying pizza up the telephone pole. He said How it, can you get this wrong? This Are you even listening to me? <laughs> so anyway, that's really happening. So I take my phone out, and I'm taping this squirrel climbing up a telephone pole with slice of pizza in mouth, like a lioness carrying a baby cub. And I'm filming it, and we're just making comments about what we're seeing. Whatever, I stop filming it. I don't think anything about it until the morning. I wake up the next morning and I look at that video. I'm like, that's a funny video. <laughs> I'm going to put it on Instagram. And then after I put it on Instagram, I'm like, you know what? It's silly that I put this on Instagram because it's not something you're so supp- like, you know, Instagram's here's the picture of me and my fat cousin Jeff uh, at a barbecue, <laughs> you know? 
you don't see a lot of squirrels eating pizza on Instagram. So I say <laughs> the the more appropriate medium for this would be Twitter. So I put it on Twitter. Again, don't think anything of it. I think it's funny. I think it's a funny video that's going to get me 15 likes, four retweets. That's what I'm thinking. And that's high, dude. That's like a lot. That's a lot. I but mean, like, not for Zaynab. No Zaynab kind of retweets, but like, <laughs> that's a lot of retweets for the average person. Yeah, I mean, like, for a guy like me and you, that's engagement. That's so, engagement. so I post it. I put my phone down. I start making breakfast, right? Classic eggs, turkey, bacon, breakfast, potatoes, the whole spread. I go, I finish making it, put it on the plate, put it down on the table and pick up my phone. And I have about 98 notifications from Twitter. And I'm like, (laughs) something's happening. (laughs) And I look at it and I see that someone has like tagged the at NJGov Twitter account which is like a very popular account. It's got like 300-something thousand followers. I love and, that of Big yeah. fan. And they retweeted it. So now all these people are seeing it and retweeting it and whatever. And then, even at that point, I'm just thinking, oh, that's funny. That's going to get like a good amount of likes Wait, and stuff. real quick. And I honestly, I looked at all this stuff, but I haven't looked into this. Did You did not tweet NJGov. Did someone tag them in the comments before they retweeted it? How did they just come across this video somehow? Yes, yeah, so someone commented. Okay. Someone tweeted at it and then wrote at NJGov. Okay, so somebody tagged it and gave it the not acknowledgement. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? After I saw them do that, I tried sending it to NJGov, but you can't direct message them, and I Unless realized they follow I- you. Yeah, and I realized I sent it to some like fake NJGov account, some some like Love that. random one that some fucking people made up. But anyway, so I'm it's getting a lot of likes and retweets, and I'm thinking, okay, that's funny. And then again, I'm still not really thinking that much about it. Then they make their own like graphic of a little cartoon squirrel eating a slice of pizza. And it says hashtag NJ Pizza Squirrel, and they write heavy is the head that wears the crown. And at this moment, at this point, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> that was so good. So <laughs> I, I love the say, little cartoon. This is definitely what uh, caught me most off guard. And um, it's how quickly they got the graphic out between having seen the video and then coming up with the image. It was really fast. It makes me wonder who's doing this for them and what's their day job. Cause I, I can't, I can't believe that it's Twitter, but if it is, they're doing a great job. So, so uh, back a couple months ago, I, I was at one of the governor Murphy press conferences and I had to meet his, um, his social media and like, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. His like people that work for him, public relations uh, for me being in the room. And I'm so mad because as soon as like before I got there, I was like, oh, I kind of want to ask like they they were like our age, 30 years old tops, you know, and I wanted to ask them who run that Twitter, like who runs the NJ Cup Twitter account. But it was I was so flustered in the moment. There were so many people. I like introduced myself, talked to him. He gave me whatever real nice, but like left. And as soon as I got my car to leave, it like hit me and I was like, God damn it. If it was one of them, I wanted to just say I'm a big fan. Like (laughs) I just wanted to put a face to the account and I blew it. I I, I, can, I missed it. I, I can actually tell you. I can oh, tell really? you who, 
who are the two like masterminds behind it? Because I actually looked into it. So now, two wait, ladies. Before... Oh, it's too late. Okay. Go on. I'm sure there's a team, but these seem to be like the head honchos of it. Their names are Megan Coyne and Pearl Gable. First of all, love those names. That's exactly Fantastic. the name, right? <laughs> Pearl Gable. Bam. Two quick words. Pearl. Poof. Gable. Bop. <laughs> now, how did you find who runs this account? Because the New York Times wrote an article about them. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess they were making a lot of headlines when they first came out, you know, with all their yeah. your mom type of jokes and, and such. So so what my guess is that these two are like the creative influence behind it. But there is probably a team of people. There's probably like a guy who all he does is make graphics for them. You know, they must so have like, someone on deck at all times, just ready, ready to go no matter what. Yeah. So they make that. And I retweeted and I think like, oh, man, that's funny. And then I start getting like, I start getting replies to it from like these media agencies who like specialize in like stupid viral videos like this from like people like me who don't have like a big following and then just have some sort of video that like is getting shared around. And it starts out with these two companies uh, messaging, me, messaging me back and forth saying like, hey, if you license this to us, we'll sell it to people and you'll get 60% of what we sell. And dude, I literally have no idea what the fuck is going on. I don't know if this is standard procedure. I don't know if I'm supposed to say yes or no or what. And then you got to call your agent real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, <laughs> you know, so I, I end up go, I end up telling this one guy he could do that because I liked him. He kind of seemed like a guy, you know, like, mm -hmm. I was talking to one of them, and he was, like, super corpo and was like, uh-oh, uh, stats. I uh, type on a computer, and I do this. <laughs> and the other guy was like, yo, dude, it's kind of funny. Like, I could do this and that. With it. And I was like – and I literally wrote to him. I'm like, yo, this other guy was pitching me, but I like you, so you could do whatever you want with it. <laughs> so I I give him this licensing thing. But before I do that, some some journalist from the New York Post responds to it and was like – Hey, I'm from the New York Post. Can I uh, use this in an article? And I wrote, sure, sunglasses emoji, sunglasses emoji. But, <laughs> but only if you agree to plug the pregame with Paulie podcast. And she's like, yeah, sure. In hindsight, I probably should have been a little more specific with my demand because her version of plugging the podcast was she in the, the article. Yeah, because... Yeah, because in the article, she just she she never said my name. She never said the name of the podcast. She just said <laughs> the podcast maker says blah blah yeah. blah. And then in the New York Post Instagram of my video, they wrote pregame with Polly in the left corner for like one and a half seconds. <laughs> like yeah, you know I what saw, though? Was, like that that was pretty good. That. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's I no mean, context. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not saying like podcast. It's like pregame with Polly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like if anything, you thought that was the the Instagram user, which we don't have in pregame with Polly. So if anyone uh, would look that up, if what? anything, they would have thought the squirrel's name was Polly, and he was on his way <laughs> to right. the pregame with a slice of pizza. My favorite so, part, I even texted Paul after I saw the article, was the quotes in the article were hilarious. That they quoted. I mean, Paul just goes, 
hey, pizza squirrel, give us a wave in the beginning. <laughs> and the fact that they quoted that and put that in this article, a New York Post article quoted, hey, pizza squirrel, give us a wave. <laughs> I was I was peeing myself on the couch. Yeah, was, and I had to show and, my mom. And the funny part about it is that specifically the uh, New York Post one was they just like didn't <laughs> – they like didn't capture the tone of the video. Like it's so clear that we're joking around and it's so clear that like we're not serious with anything we're saying, but it's like life. This is what it says. Life always finds a way A viewer of the now viral video comments yeah. as the squirrel scurries <laughs> up towards the man. Like it's so serious and it's not like life always <laughs> finds a way joked the person. Like they seriously yeah. think we were looking at the squirrel and being like, man, life always finds a way. I actually think that's even more beautiful considering, like, the hard times that we're in now. It really is one of the most uplifting things I've seen in well, a while. You know, what, you know what's funny? That's what the guy who I told can license it said. Because I asked him, after I told him he could do it, I was like, all right, bro, now that I told you you could have it, can you be real with me? Do you honestly think this is ever going to make any money? And he said, I don't know, man, it's hard. To oh, wait, this is a great quote from him. <laughs> I got to pull it up because I don't want to get it right. I mean, I, w- I want to get it right. But he basically said, bear with me. Okay, he said, honestly, it's hard to say. You can make nothing, but this is our 100% effort to try. We have media that we're sending it to, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, <laughs> he said, I mean, we had Coffee Rat do pretty good. And pigeons with hats <laughs> did well too. <laughs> so his basis for it could do well is because coffee rat did good, and so did pigeon wearing hat. <laughs> I like to think that this is this guy's like demographic. Like in this media agency, he only handles videos of animals yeah. doing people things. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? Uh... What was the little cat on the piano? Wasn't that a thing? Maybe he was the big, that was his one really good one. So yeah, if you check so, his LinkedIn, that's his like number one, number one accomplishment. So then after I tell this guy yes, the other people get back to me. The other like agency gets back to me like two hours later and was like, okay, if you didn't agree to anything else, we'll give you 150 bucks straight up now, in addition to like a 60-40 split. And I was like, Dude, you should have fucking led with that. And I would have just given it to you off the bat. I was like, you're like two hours too late. Which, like, in hindsight, I wish I just did that. But on the other hand, like, it's only 150 bucks. If this guy would have said, like, we'll give you a thousand for it, I would have been really fucking pissed. (laughs) But, like, I honestly, I'm shocked that. So, like, there's so many of those videos, like we've been saying, that it has nothing to do with you. You're just recording, you know, a squirrel run around with a pizza so like but i when those videos go viral and everyone laughs at, and what do they last a week or so like i'm yeah. shocked that they offer you money at all so that yeah I, if you took 150 that's like sweet man <laughs> like, me too and that's why i was so quick to take that other guy's offer because i'm like the shelf life in this is like <laughs> dropping by the fucking second i'm like by yeah. tomorrow no one's gonna give a fuck about this i'm like i need to get this to someone who could do something with it now but Paul, look at it like bigger picture. You've started to build a rapport. You've essentially got yourself an agent for all future animal content. You know? <laughs> but like I'm not positive that this guy's even the real deal. I just <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I just thought like 
I was like, if well, I was a guy working at an agency, I'd be this guy. Like, that's why I was like, I'll, I'll give it to him, you know? Even better now, you've got yourself a brand new friend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what it that's comes worth down to. way more than $150. Absolutely. So, Paul, the last, uh, when they, New York Times posted at 21000 I think uh, the last I saw, when I saw the New York Post article, your video was at 26000 Do you yeah. know what it's, do you know what it's at today? That was last night at like nine o'clock at night. I want to say I looked. Bro, I had my phone in my hand and I literally just, oh, there it is. Um, let's see what we are at. Let's see. So, so this is about what, 48 hours after you posted it? Or did you post it yesterday uh, afternoon, right? Yeah, yesterday after, yesterday morning. So it's like thirty six okay. hours, let's say. Yeah, even less. It has about thirty thousand views. Okay. So I mean, we've definitely tapered off from that initial first uh, first storm. But you know what's funny is that the New York Post is like a conservative media outlet, and then the other major news network that took it out. Mike, I don't even know if you know this yet. Is that I Fox? News. Fox News also wrote about it, and I'm oh, like, really? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I have a fucking future in conservative media. And, and then I was thinking, I was like, I wonder how Fox is going to spin it. Are they going to be like, build the wall around the squirrel? <laughs> the squirrel took that pizza from hardworking Americans. Welfare squirrel. That squirrel yeah, but... needs freaking AK-47s to defend its pizza now, dude. <laughs> No, we need the AK forty seven. Oh to yeah, we need our yeah. pizza. That's what I meant. We need AK. We should be armed so no more squirrels take our dinner that we're paying for outside dining. Tip your waitresses. Let's go. And it's it's funny because like when I was talking to people about it, I was like, this would be the way that I made something viral. Something so stupid. It's like the <laughs> stupidest thing in the fucking world. Like it's it's literally just a squirrel eating a pizza. <laughs> I would argue this couldn't have happened to anyone better, Paul. You deserve this in the best way possible, and I'm so happy for you. I mean, thank you so much. But you know what was another thought I had? Like, people who make viral videos, like, regularly, how the fuck did they even, like, function? Like, did they just have someone handling all their messages? Because, like, I had so many people, like, texting me that day or sending me stuff or, like, you know, I was just like constantly looking at my Twitter all fucking day long. And to one point where I was like, I need to just fucking put my phone down. And I was thinking, I was like, this is one stupid squirrel video. Imagine like <laughs> someone who actually makes videos a lot and just had that constantly. Like, how could they ever even look at their phone? It's got to be they hire, thing. they hire they agents, hire interns. All? Yep. interns, agents, the guy I from Chocolate Rain. You think he does it all himself? Chocolate Rain? Come on. He's got two weights. <laughs> I once went viral um, on a video about a baby, and my commentary was that I just oh, wanted wow. to be a baby. And for weeks, <laughs> and still to this day, I'm still getting things coming in from strangers. I mean, it doesn't end. It really trickles in for a really long, well, long time. You, well, yours was, like, really viral, wasn't it? Like, I feel like you had, like, like tens of thousands of retweets it's and like, stuff, right? It's in the it's in the hundred thousands of likes wow. at this point. It's still, it's, it's growing every day. I remember and that video. It's so funny. <laughs> what's really funny is that I, I quote tweeted a video. So the person who originally posted the video privatized their account. So the video doesn't even exist anymore. Now it's just a tweet that says, like, I wish I could be a baby or have a baby. Like, I don't know what I want. And that's just what people are 
reacting to now, which is so weird because it requires the video, I feel, for context, but I don't know. <laughs> so, so from someone who's had, as you said, like 100,000 retweets or whatever, did you get any followers from it? I got like six followers from mine. I got I like 50. Gonna... I think I lost all of them since then because they never interacted <laughs> with me. I noticed my number went back down. Like they come, they try to stay, they try to see what's going on. They realize you're not mm -hmm. as as exciting as you once were, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all done. But I, I did have to like delete the Twitter app from my phone for a couple of days because it kept crashing. Whoa. Wow. That's so it was really sad for me as someone who depends on Twitter as my number one source of fun and information. <laughs> so my only like somewhat viral had nothing to do with my account and my works account, the New Jersey National Guard account. I made a video um, which I didn't run at this time. Now I have access to the, the Twitter, but it's my video that my boss put up and Donald Trump retweeted it at two in the morning. <laughs> And Normal had, time to be awake. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's when he does his best tweeting. Uh, Kafifi, right? Like, it was like, I think it was two in the morning. I think we had around like 8,000 views on this. Um, and I woke up at 9 a.m. to 110,000 views. We gained, I don't know, hundreds of followers. Mainly the people writing us were very, like, I, I don't even want to say it. it was a lot of racist type stuff. It, it was a video about them building a hospital for COVID, an overflow hospital for COVID in the Meadowlands. And all of a sudden it turned into like this really, I don't know, conservative type of like political agenda video out of nowhere. But hey, my video had 120,000 views on it. I was pretty excyped about it. I mean, the general recognized me for it. Gave me a little coin. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, big deal. It's right here, actually. Let's see the Can coin. See? Well, the general recognized me, and then the, the New Jersey Sergeant Major gave me this little... Uh, is it focused? There it is. Little, wow. little coin. And Paul, said, how would you describe he, this, he shook this it, coin? He shook it in my hand. He said, good job. Trump said hi. <laughs> it looks like a... Uh, like, all right, so for everyone at home, like, picture a coin, right? And now make it baby blue with, like... Uh, and and now put things on it, and that's what it looks like. There we go. And <laughs> like, that's just an accurate on description. <laughs> yeah, that was very well done, actually. Thank you, Paul, for letting everyone see it. Thank you. Paul. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, first of all, of course, of course. You, you know, it's funny. Like, I in the tweet I put, I kept like plugging as much as possible. Yeah. By the <laughs> way, listen to pregame with Paulie and all that stuff. Zero spike in downloads. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, not one person who saw that. <laughs> uh fucking download it like maybe like two or three but i kept I thinking i was like nobody, maybe no one ever visits like the plug stuff i feel like i've never i've never done it like i've never seen a viral tweet and been like let me look at the link that they're really trying to get me to see yeah but like i couldn't not i feel like that's like like an obligatory thing if you oh, have like more than x amount of retweets it's like you you gotta put it there i'm gonna start doing it for every tweet that i have that gains <laughs> any any sort of popularity moving forward. I will be plugging pre-gaming with Polly. Listen to episode guess. six or episode or seven. seven. We're not really <laughs> sure, but listen to that one. We should start doing it just for every tweet, period. Even if it has zero <laughs> likes, just be like, wow, this really blew up. By the way, since you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and the tweet's like, uh, I bought a shirt at the mall today. <laughs> oh, we should start doing it over really sad tweets. <laughs> oh, damn, yeah. 
Like, like I should tweet something really concerning and then kind of plug my my episode <laughs> of the podcast underneath. I'll set something up for once this goes live. Don't worry. Maybe like life just doesn't seem worth it anymore. My parakeet died. I lost my job. I have no <laughs> friends and no will to live. By the way, now that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you listen to something that might cheer you up? <laughs> wow, this really blew up. <laughs> I think it's a good marketing strategy. I don't know about you. I mean, listen, who could do it better than us? <laughs> Absolutely no one. The three of us combined, we have virality power to the degree of coronavirus itself. Mm. And you know what? I think on that note, should we go into our first segment here? I think we should. I think we have to. And that segment is This Week in, in Dude News. This Week in Dude News. Okay, uh, Mike, should I go first or do you want to go first? You should, you should go first. Okay. So, my story is called, this is the headline, Nudist Pensioner questions whether he's really naked if he wears a face mask <laughs> first of all one question zainab mike does anyone know what a pensioner means uh, Is that I'm, gonna take a, I'm gonna take a guess yeah it's gotta do it's gotta do something with that my question for you is this like a an onion article or click hole or something like this is this is uh this is in english uh media outlet it's called derbyshire live aka (laughs) derbytelegraph.co.uk oh my goodness so you know it's real yeah and it was written by uh the incomparable helen kreft of derbyshire fame Um, yeah the helen kreft not to be confused with helen kreft who owns the mac and cheese company or robert kraft who gets Mm -hmm. blowjobs and 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 stuff in florida you know mm-hmm. that that's what he's most famous for is blowjobs yeah. in florida i have no il <laughs> no idea why else he would be famous <laughs> okay so sub subtitle for this is stewart hey <laughs> i don't know why this is the <laughs> subtitle but it's okay title nudist pensioner questions whether he's really naked if he wears a face mask stewart hayward did not become a nudist until he was in his 70s bang that's what you need to know okay so this guy did not. This guy Stuart Hayward. Yeah, first of all, crazy time to become a nudist. Hey, when I'm at my least physically attractive, let me be fucking naked all the time. So he's 83 now, actually. Um, an 83-year-old nudist from Midway has questioned whether wearing a face mask face mask will mean he is technically still naked. First of all, a good question. Before I go any further, I'm curious to see what you guys think. I'm gonna say no. I'm if gonna have to agree. Naked, I, I say if if genitals are out, you're naked. All right, he's naked. Damn. Okay, so that that that's your line. If you see if you see Dick and Wiener, you're, naked. <laughs> you're like what's a Harold and Kumar where they have the no pants party, right? Mm-hmm. You're naked. You're naked. So you got a okay, shirt on. But, you're still naked. Okay. Keep in mind though, Stuart Hayward is not like us. Stuart Hayward is a nudist. So for us, if we didn't have pants on, we would say, yeah, we're naked. Put yourself in his shoes, though. This guy is a nudist. This is what he does. 
No, I absolutely agree. I think technically, yes, wearing a mask makes you not naked. What I take issue with is that he's 83 now and he's been a nudist since around his 70s. 70, so he's had 73. He's had 13 years to be nude. And yet we're being punished because he wasn't nude for the first 70 years of his life. That now that, you know, we're saying for the, for the safety of the public, please just cover your face. We're not even asking him to cover up his bits. Mm, we're asking him to cover up. We're asking him to cover up a, a not that offensive part of his body, and yet he's upset about it. So okay, technically he's not naked, but he's naked enough. Wait, 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 wait. If you're a nudist, you you still can't walk into a store, right? It's not like oh well, I'm a nudist, so I can walk in the grocery store without any clothes on. So, so why can why is this nudist? I assume he doesn't he doesn't have to wear a mask in his own house where he's practicing his nudisty or whatever you call it. But well, if he Mike, would we walk don't know, into, so we don't know how but, things work in the UK. Okay, maybe they can I, walk into the, the grocery store because <laughs> <laughs> then the only time he would have to put on a mask right now is when he goes in public and he's around other people that don't live in his house. That's when he puts on his mask. But does he not have pants on already? Well, let's get to that. So. Stuart Hayward has been stripping has been stripping off. That's a weird way to say that. Stuart Hayward, who has been stripping off for 10 years and takes regular breaks at naturist camps, is planning to visit a hot spot in Lincolnshire as it reopens. However, while new government guidelines got dude, I can't fucking speak today. However, while new government guidelines advise the public to wear face masks while out and about to combat coronavirus, Mr. Hayward said, while he will adhere to the rule, it may mean he will technically be in the nude. Oh, he will not technically be in the nude. But what I, what I don't get is, still at this point, what what is his what is his point? Like, what his is point, his stand? Is he saying he doesn't want to do it? No, he's saying he'll he'll do it, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to do it quietly, and this is him I, making some noise. I think I identify I, with that as someone who likes to make noise. I think I understand his need. He'll do it. He'll do what we're asking. He's not happy about it. But, like, what I don't understand is him saying, I'll do what you want, but I'm not happy about it, is, is a newsworthy article now. But, hey, let's keep reading. Let's see what happens. He said, I plan to visit Lakeside Farm Naturist Park at the – this is – this – Bang, we got it. We got it now. This is what he's concerned about. He said, I plan to visit Lakeside Farm Naturist Park at the first opportunity. So what we're supposed to believe now is that Lakeside Farm is a nudist uh, retreat that has been closed due to coronavirus. It is now reopening, and they're saying you need to wear a mask. So, or, or he's, he's afraid they will. So now he's saying, if I'm obliged to wear a face mask, will I technically not be a nudist? And then he says, if I'm not, perhaps I could do my shopping in Burton wearing only a face mask. I have a mask. Some people say I really need one. I've never looked so good in them. So he looks can good I, in wait, them or he doesn't. Can I, let me, let me say if. If you're a nudist with a, among other nudists, right? You're all nude. Now, if you're all wearing masks, but you're all nude, does it matter? You're all nudists, right? Well, listen, I mean... But if these... one person puts on a mask and the rest don't have mask on, then I would say that guy's not a nudist. <laughs> but See, if that... everyone's wearing a mask, everyone's a nudist, man. 
But again, like that's taking away from the spirit of being a nudist. They 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 want to go oh natural. I think like, that's equivalent to if a tree falls in the middle of nowhere and no one's around to hear it, does it make a noise? If a nudist around a, a <laughs> bunch of other nudists wearing a mask, is he a nudist? Uh, well, let's talk about it. I'm going to say no. If you're a nudist, be a nudist. Were you born with a mask on, Stuart? But if a hundred other nudists around you are wearing masks, are you not also just with them as nudists? Because that's as nude as you can be in this facility right now. See, you know what? That's so American of you, Mike. You think being nude is all about cock and vagina and balls. It's about the <laughs> it's about the feeling, okay? And do you feel? I mean, listen, I want Mr. Stewart to wear a mask. Don't get me wrong. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Do you <laughs> do you feel naked on your face when you have a mask on? So last so last week on pregaming with Paulie, I did a segment about a girl catching uh, or failing a drug test from sex, right? So that means, you know, swinging dick can get a girl high, not high, but at least fail a drug test. So can swinging dick give someone coronavirus? We know it's through, you know, a lot of nostrils and such like that. If it can go the opposite way and go the genitalia way, then... Then I need them to wear freaking boxers and, and, and panties, too, okay? I'm going to so say... The fact that he doesn't have pants on, he should be happy that they're allowing that right now. If you could get coronavirus from breathing on someone, you could definitely get it from putting your wee-wee by the poo-poo, you know? It's, it's definitely a respiratory type of, you know, infection. <laughs> so maybe... Yeah, but, like, what are you going to do? Lean your head back the whole time? Uh, You're going to be right... I read it. <laughs> I read a weird post article this week that I almost used for dude news, but I didn't. And it was porn stars recommend reverse cowgirl to stop spreading coronavirus. And so, oh, thank yeah. God we have the experts on the uh, on how to transmit in it. their field. In their field, they are the experts, just like an eye doctor knows about eyes. All right, so that's that's true. Reed, they go through the just, same amount of training. Yeah. I didn't know Riley Reed was a fucking neurobiology uh, major. <laughs> Riley Reed says, turn around and, and give it a go. I'd say, okay, I'm, I'll turn around. So the article goes on and he says, I don't know why he adds this in here, but he does. And he says, when I was about 50, I would not go out without a shirt as I had no body confidence. Okay, first of all. Where are you go? Like, what does that mean? Not go out without a shirt? Like the beat? Like, the is, is that a real hurdle? Like, does is anyone going out without a shirt? Like, unless you're going to the beach. Sometimes, sometimes I walk down my driveway to grab the mail without a shirt on. I don't know. Maybe he he doesn't like getting his mail. Now, now but he's seventy, and now he loves getting his mail without a shirt on. Wait, well, ho, no, he doesn't, because he says <laughs> he says I'm still the same. But now, when I remove all my clothes, I'm a different person. I could walk down Burton High Street naked, but couldn't do it topless. Let's break down that sentence. I'm going to say the you man... You know what it is? Swinging. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. He's got big dick energy. Mm -hmm. That's wow, what that so is. It's, so like, now you're not looking at my man tits. Now you're looking at my schlong schlong. Friggin' hit my kneecap. And you don't even know how fat I am. Oh, hey, don't look at my areolas that are the size of gobble gold slices from Vito's <laughs> Jelly. 
Look at my fucking <gasps> big massive huge way. <laughs> I mean, listen, first of all, shout out fucking Stuart for packing meat. Uh, big Dick is definitely back in town. Um, okay, there's not that there's not that much more. It, what's weird about this is that he he doesn't really say much more about that. Mr. Hayward hopes to visit Lakeside when it reopens. It is aiming for July 4th, but he first hopes to visit a nearby garden on a closed optional basis. Uh, and that's the article. Can I be honest? That's the, the more article. we hear, no... yeah, the yeah. More we hear about Stuart, I think the more... I feel for him. I identify with him. I was a bit angry with him at first, but now I kind of see where he's coming from. I don't think he should have to wear the mask. <laughs> I don't think so. Interesting. You know, I feel like this nudist colony. First of all, Stewart is not the only nudist who thinks that this. He is just the leader of this movement. I could guarantee. They've been, they've been talking. They've been talking I, behind, behind I, the scenes. <laughs> and you know what? If all the nudists at Lakeside are in agreement which, trust me, there is a, definitely a bunch. Then I think, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. If you are all together and you want to be naked naked, just be fucking naked. But what I don't get about this whole article is that there was, like, no point. Like, it wasn't because <laughs> it, it, it didn't even say – it didn't say that, like, he was making a point about it. It was just, like, some guy has a thought. That that could have been the title of this article. Man has a thought. It wasn't saying he's not going to go to it. It wasn't going to say he's going to form some sort of thing. He's just like, wait a minute, would I not be a nudist anymore? So when I picked this article, I picked it on the basis of the title. I thought that was a funny title, and I really didn't read the whole thing. And now I am now I am so underwhelmed that it did not wrap up his sentiment at all. It was just like he thought. Would that make me – that would be like me having an article about me thinking, is uh, sparkling water just water with bubbles in it? And that's the whole fucking article. And you're having you having a self – like a self-reflection about that, and that's it. It was, it was a character study. I think it, it had a lot of dimension. I think it was good from start to finish. Five stars. I just want them to rename it A Guy Has a Thought. That's a, a, guy has a guy has a thought. <laughs> man Isn't thing. that just life right there? A guy has a thought. <laughs> That's funny. I think we're back. Are we back? We can yeah. probably back at one of these points. All right. My segment in Dude News. Uh, have you heard about this one yet? Yeah, this this uh, this one, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you heard of her? Mm, big of fan. Yes. Not really. So, Not a big fan, Paul. Wow. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of her acting. I'm not a fan of her as a as a human. Uh, okay. You love Shallow Hal. Big Shallow Hal guy. Oh, that's the best. Shallow Hal wants a gal. Shallow Hal oh. is a five-star contender. Yeah. There's a five-star review in my books. Five-star. <laughs> okay. So she has recently come out with... She has a beauty line of some sort. Uh, I think the <laughs> company is... Goop. How could you, you not know Goop? You absolute heard about buffoon. It today. Holy crap. All right. She sells Goop. jade vaginas that... No, not jade eggs that you put in your jade vagina. Jade eggs that you stuff up your vaginas. And little aliens that go up there, too, so you could birth them. Well, shit. Everybody knows this. We all <laughs> I, know it. That's not what I'm going to talk about. But that company, sure. But I just researched her a lot today, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? All right. But she came out with a... 
uh, Zainab, you like candles. Uh, do you know about her candles, at least? I don't. Tell me about the candles. Oh, thank God. <laughs> now we can have some dude news. <laughs> All right. Talk about the candles. Gwyneth Paltrow with her company, Joop. Or is it Goop? Goop! 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 Goop. Oh Goop. Said, yeah. He said Joop. Joop? Goop? Whatever the fuck. Was it French? <laughs> Joupe. Um, <laughs> she's selling a candle. The In quotes, the candle is named, This Smells Like My Vagina, is her, is her new candle name. I thought that was a great headline for an article. She's selling a candle. This smells like my vagina. The description for the... Well, first of all, it goes for $75 um, in her shop. The description is, With a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent, this candle is made with uh, geranium, citrusy, uh, bergamot, and uh, cider absolutes juxtaposed with... (laughs) Damas rose and ambient seed to put this mind at a fantasy seduction and warmth. Can I stop you right there? I, I understood know. three of the words you said there. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of big words that I don't even know how to describe a smell with these words. And I said, okay, there we go. You want to know and my, the most? After my quote, I just wrote, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the most the most insulting part about all this is not that a candle is $75, which insults me. What also insults me is that she said one of the qualities of the smell is it's funny. Yes, what's, that what, What's a funny smell? So I, I listen to inter- I know some funny smells, but I don't know that I'd want a candle of those smells. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, so I, wonder why, I wonder why Goop thinks I want that, you know? Goop. So I listened Goop. to an interview with her and Jimmy Fallon, and she talks about it, and it's... Um, what was I going to say? So, oh, that's right. When she was testing some candles with, like, her team, she smelt, I guess, this one, and as she smelt it, she just jokingly said, ha-ha, that smells like my vagina, and they ran with it. <laughs> so... That's why I think it says a funny. I wait, guess. wait, 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 hold on. Is, is that your interpretation or that's what it said? That's what she said in the center, uh, that she smelt this candle and said, ha, huh, like, got it, it got it, like got it. Right, right, right. my vagina. And her, her and her team just ran with it. Oh, we should call it something like that. And All right, uh, here's where I stand on this. Yeah. I think that kind of takes away from the, uh, the authenticity. I thought that they modeled the smell, you know, after the real thing, which they, maybe would have been more interesting and maybe marketed it a little bit better. I'm really big on marketing, if you couldn't you're tell. You're right. But no, for I them to just agree. come up with an accidental candle and for Gwyneth herself to say, hey, that kind of smells like me. I don't buy it. I need QA testers. I need people who have been there to confirm. I need someone to like, get, you know, validate that that's true. I need character witnesses. And I'm not getting that. I don't want this candle. Yeah, we need Tony Stark to get in there, verify, <laughs> lick the candle, lick that. What does it taste like? Um, no, so I said that a little wrong. She did say that in, like, the testing things. I believe in the interview she said she did add things after that, maybe to make it smell more like it or less like it. I don't know. <laughs> but she said the first smell, she said, this smells like it. And then they added a few things and whatnot after that. Here's the thing. Can we trust Gwyneth Paltrow to be an unbiased sniffer on her own scent? Absolutely. I, she, I, I want to say she is trustworthy of a person. 
What? <laughs> okay, first of all, Mike, you didn't know what Goop was until four oh seconds ago. Oh my god! I don't Mike, know anything about Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm not gonna lie. I just first I of just all think she's a stand-up gal. Is she not? What? I don't know. That. Oh, she's not. Okay, so I know That's nothing about the most about offensive about thing right you have ever said on this podcast. No. That I is inflammatory. <laughs> it is unbelievable that you just You're said wrong. that. She's okay. stupid, and you're dumb. And I, uh, I'll take it back to where I'm coming from. I don't know much about her personally. I don't follow Gwyneth Paltrow, but I know from I watch a lot of movie podcasts and such like that, and I feel like she's just so respected in the business. I don't know anything of personal life. I just know respecting in the business that I think she's a good person. Is she? Now you guys go. She's not. <laughs> she's a snake oil salesman who yeah. tries to sell you jade eggs to shove up your vagina. She pushes thousand dollars. Yeah, she pushes all this stuff on like poor people, and she's like, "Buy, buy my camel milk." She sells she, camel milk. She well, pushes pseudo science Netflix Paul, documentaries. Okay, I don't have a vagina, so I don't know where you started from, Paul. Second of all, I just <laughs> saw that Goop has Joop, whatever the fuck you guys call it, has a Netflix documentary. I watched the first episode, and that's all I knew. And it was it was bonkers, but I didn't know this this was a bad person because it was a it, weird. It's, frick- it's I fake researched news. Her. It's pseudoscience. I don't believe, believe that and Netflix. What I even wrote in my notes was that the Netflix documentary starts with. Everything in this documentary has not been proven by a doctor. <laughs> Do you know what the worst like, part? Well, that's nice. The worst part about that documentary is that it's not 100% fake pseudo bullshit. There's like real stuff peppered in there to that's give it like it. that air of like, yeah. And then they'll also be like, by the way, if you put pixie <laughs> dust up your asshole, you could, uh, you could go to the moon. <laughs> I mean, as yeah. someone who doesn't believe in that stuff, if I watched a documentary with a doctor in it, I wouldn't really believe in it. I think it's a bunch of hoopla. But I don't know. There was parts of the documentary where you could – it was somewhat believable. Like you could – I don't know. I'd never taken psychedelics and, and whatnot, and that's what the whole documentary is. But have you watched more than the first episode? I didn't watch the first episode. I refuse to even look at it on Netflix.com. It, it's not worth it. It isn't. But when I was researching this, it came up when I was searching her company. It came up that there was a Netflix documentary about this company. So I said, all right, I'll give it a sh- I watched 40 minutes of it or whatever. All I have to know about her is that she's trying to sell a $75 candle that smells like her vagina. Wait, so <laughs> that's her old candle. This is the new candle. Oh, oh the second part of the old the box, new- too. So that was the first one, but the one that brand new just released on the market from Jimmy Fallon. What is the tonight show? I guess he just posted with her. I think it was yesterday now releasing her new candle. It's called smells like my orgasm. The description for that one is a fitting follow-up to that candle. Yeah. You know, that one, uh, this blend is made with tart grapefruit, neroli, and uh, ripe cassis, cassis berries blended with gunpowder tea and Turkish rose absolutes for a scent that's sexy, surprising, and well, uh, wildly attractive. And the case is uh, got a bunch of fireworks on it. And uh, and that's that. I don't know. I the thought that was... F- the fucked up thing is that I believe this scent more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, that description... See, like, it did better. Have smell, though. The orgasm does not have a smell. Her vagina must have some kind of, good or bad, there's a smell. So how, you well, that believe might this be why I, 
I wouldn't want to buy the first candle because I'm I'm worried. I'm nervous about it. The mm. second one, it's more imaginative. It's kind of more poetic. I don't know about that first one. It sounds a little bit, a little bit funky. Also, Im- imagine, imagine the fucking gall <laughs> that you must have to smell your own vagina and say, "I need to bottle this up." And sell it for seventy five. the The world needs to smell this for seventy five dollars a pop. Imagine. <laughs> and you know, knowing Gwyneth Paltrow, it definitely happened exactly that way. It wasn't someone else that said, "Like, hey, we got to bottle this up." It was her <laughs> saying it to herself. <laughs> you know, like, if I, someone else said that to her, I would have been like, "Oh, that's romantic. That's cute." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think she is. He, she's one of those famous people that is like so far out from reality at this point that she really thinks like this is something that people need. And I, I think she's just so out of touch with reality. But I, I don't know. I guess you guys were well aware of this before. I thought she was a, a respected person. Who I guess not. I'm so sad that I even brought her up today. You guys knew. You guys knew everything, <laughs> minus the candle smells. You guys knew everything about what I was going to talk about. I just found this out today. I, I did good research. I was really proud of myself, and I just got laughed at on my. You need, you need to stay informed, Barry. Right. A lot of misinformation out there. Yeah, you know it's it's not your fault. You didn't know, but, but I think now I'm, you know. You know, Pepper Potts, I love you 3000. I'm 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 sitting here. I just get emotional when I see her. I didn't know she was so evil. <laughs> I think you have to separate the art from the artist, you know? Exactly. I'm just, I'm just an art guy, you know. I'm just here. All right, I'm guys. Right. We're 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 almost at the hour mark, so I'm gonna bring us right into this next segment. We're gonna move things along here. We're gonna move on to Alex Sports Fest of the Day. Alex Sports Fact of the Day. Zainab, you're about to witness it live. I'm so excited. Zainab's take on this is going to be great. Paulie, what's up? The Man of Steel. Uh, What's going on? Uh, We're just here live at the pregame with Paulie podcast. All our listeners in uh, the United States, Canada, Italy, Australia, and Afghanistan are all dying to know what is your sports fact of the day. Well, what happened to our uh, listener in Australia? I said Australia, didn't I? Did I not say that? Yeah, you you did. You totally did. Uh, We're going to let the uh, people comment on the link below to see if I really said it or not, which I did. Um, but he's there still in Australia. All right. So my sports fact of the day is, did you know that golf balls on a single golf ball have 336 dimples? Can you say that one more time? That golf balls, the dimples on a golf ball, they there are 336 of them. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. That, that reminds me. Speaking of dimples, this one time me and my – okay, I hung up on it. <laughs> now, that's okay. my favorite part. Of the uh, of the segment. <laughs> so, so golf balls have three hundred thirty six dimples on them. Uh, you know what? I don't know if I could speak for everyone at home. These past two uh, Alex Sports Fact of the Day have not past been getting three. Me. Past three, I feel like, right? You know I, what? I, mean, I, would say I think that's, that's less. That's more of an equipment fact than a sports fact necessarily. You might want to talk to him behind the scenes and uh, sort this out. He's really point, not up to, up to par right now. I, don't, I, I assume our friend Alex not even listening to our own podcast right now. 
because we called him out last week and said, you know, Alec, do better. And he did not show up this week. I'm disappointed. Well, you know what? Not do better. I have I have a direct statement to make to Alec. If he's listening to this, Alec, when you hear this, I think your sports fact was ass. And I want you to DM me, and we're going to discuss what the next week's sports fact is going to be, because I can't trust you anymore. My God. <laughs> I've never um, seen him so angry, Alec, so that's on you. Yeah, I mean, 336 dimples. What does he want us to say about that? That's a lot of dimples. <laughs> That's about six us. more dimples than I would have guessed. <laughs> well, hey, here's a here's a story to go off that sports fact. I took Alec to the uh, the driving range two weeks ago now. It was pouring rain, but, you know, you got tea time, you got tea time, they say. So we went out there, and uh, Alec, you know the little fence in between you guys, like, hitting at a driving range, Paul? Like, there's that little metal fence in between you and the, your your next partner there. The amount of times Alec, he was behind me. I watched, for the most part, I turned around to watch Alec hit because I was terrified. Because the amount of times he hit that metal piece, where if it wasn't there, I'd have bruises on my back. It was a lot. It was, you know, I'd have a couple hundred dollars if I had a hundred dollars for each time you hit one. Would you have 336? Which is the I'm, same amount of dimples on a golf ball. And that's how we're going to tie this one together. Yes, I'd have oh my 336. God. I took back what I just said about Alex Sports Fact. It actually came quite quite useful. Sometimes so, you just got to find a way. You know, life finds a way, as they life say. Life finds a way. <laughs> so, in addition to the uh, GoFundMe for uh, Jerome Bettis' knees, we're also starting a GoFundMe for uh, Alec Bater golf lessons. Um, every dollar counts, guys. Mm. Um, and on that note, should we just go into our uh, last whole segment of trivia with consequences slash drunk spelling bee with a special twist? So normally, Mike kind of leads this one, and it's me against the guest. But today, we're going to do a little different, and Zainab is going to be running the show. She's going to be our Alex Trebek, and it's going to be me versus Mike. I'm already nervous because, as I said in other podcasts, I I know I'm a bad speller. I know this is not going to go well. Um, but Zainab, our friend over here, she does not drink. So we wanted to switch it up for, you know, the, the consequence part of trivia and the spelling bee is me and Paul are going to be taking shots. As our friend uh, gives us some, uh, she looked up the uh, questions this time, gave me the day off. So I respect that. I didn't have to do any uh, research. So I will go. say this. I, I'm honestly not that confident today. I couldn't even fucking read that article. <laughs> I can't, like I messed up like eight <laughs> times on that. My brain's just not clicking today. Were you, you drinking what, Paul, before you got it's on? It's okay. Yeah, I've been, I was drinking. I, I I was already a few deep before we started, but thank God I need this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna tell you which categories we have, and you're gonna tell me which category you want to go with. I'll give you a question from that category. The next round that you go, you have to select a different category. Do you understand? Yes. All right. Who's going first tonight? Uh, Mike. All right, Mike. Oh, we're starting with trivia, you said, right? All right. We're starting with trivia, baby. We've got I want, movies. I want movies. Oh, you go. Just say the categories for the people. <laughs> yeah, let <laughs> me say the categories. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. All right. I want uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina trivia. <laughs> <laughs> goop trivia. <laughs> goop. Goop. I want... I want Jupe. Oh, no, I mean Goop. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I had some Goop questions in here, fortunately. All right. Your categories are movies, music, sports, history, and science. What will it be? Movies. Movies. Okay. 
your question in the movies category is Stanley Kubrick never won the Oscar for Best Director, but he was nominated four times for the award. Name one of the four movies which received the nomination. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, God. Stanley Kubrick. Like, I know his name, and I can't think of any movies he's did right now. Um, You're going to have to pull one out of your ass because the imaginary timer that I've not been running this entire time is about to run out. Wait, okay. Can you give me two of the of the movies and you don't have to give me the other two but give me like a reference of what kind of movies he does i'll take a shot either way but give me a reference of what other movie he made and uh let me see if i can get one because i okay. can't think of anything i'll give right you now. i think, I'll I think give he's you directed uh one episode of peppa pig if uh <laughs> if that helps <laughs> that is true right before he was allegedly assassinated <laughs> get one he did get one in all right i'm gonna give you two all right mike yeah give me give me one two of his other movies one of them that was nominated is Dr. Strangelove. And another one which you might be more familiar with, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, god damn it. By the way, before you answer, when you Odyssey, said yeah. uh, he, before he was assassinated, a, a small part of me thought you meant Peppa Pig. I'm like, did <laughs> Peppa Pig get assassinated canon? Is that canon with Peppa Pig? Uh, no, I know, I know people are hoping for it, though. There's quite, quite some vitriol against <laughs> Peppa Pig. They're really not fans about him out here. <laughs> All right, Mike. Let's give it a guess. I honestly, I'm pouring my drink right now. Drink, Paul. Do you want to take? You want to take a shot at the guess? Uh, I literally have no idea. I don't think I could tell you one Stanley. Kubrick. Did he? Is he? He? He's bigger in the '80s. I want to say, right? He's an '80s. Okay, director. Mike. I'm gonna let you have the question if you can just name any movie that he's directed. Wait, that's bullshit. I like know his. I know he he's eighty. He's a little before my era of really knowing movies, is what I'm trying to. He's eighties, right? Like I know his name. Two thousand one, Space Odyssey was a movie from like seventy nine or something, right? And was like, give me all the movie trivia. I thought you would have this in the bag. Do we agree that Michael lost this round? I think he's got five seconds to answer. Five, four, three, Uh, two, one. Take your shot, Michael. Clock. Oh Clockwork. my god, yes. That was one of them. Are, wait, you got nominated for Clockwork Heart? I yeah, pulled out of my... I mean, I mean, is this, is this... I don't know. Okay, that was too late. I'm taking it. What other movies did he do? Uh, I mean, the really... most popular would be The Shining. Um, Eyes Wide. Oh, wait. Fuck. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple that you should have known. I think for sure you got you you yeah. definitely did a great job guessing a clockwork orange just like a hair too late so please consequences thank you and paul while mike is downing that let's get let's get settled on which category you want to take up we've still got a question in the movies category we've also got music sports history and science what will it be music sports history science give me history history all right History is a mystery. Yes, history is a mystery, but hopefully not for you today. What was the first country to use printed paper currency? Fuck! That's good. That's what a is really this, the fucking tough... SATs? That's what I'm saying. She's going. I'm deep. not going to get this. If I take get a, this, take a big deep. fat guess. All right, here's my guess, and I'm going to say why. Okay. Germany, because I think the guy who invented the printing machine. His last name was Gutenberg. 
Okay, I don't German. know if that, I have no idea if that's true. Because is he, wait, wait, do I get a, oh, okay, well, do I get a rebuttal? I'm going to just yeah. do it anyway. I guess he gets uh, a rebuttal. Um, I'll just go UK. No, you're all wrong. And I think when I tell you, it's going to make a lot of sense. But the first country to do so was China. Mm, that makes all the sense. Ahead what of year? Korea at all times. I do not know that information. What? You gotta look that up. <laughs> we can do a how, quick. How do we even <laughs> know that this is second. true? Uh, from trivia.com. Was Stanley Kubrick even a real person? Is this all <laughs> fake? It's all fake, like the moon landing, which Stanley Kubrick himself. <laughs> fake. All right, it's looking like uh, 1948. Well, that seems kind of late, no? What? That's, That's so really late. late. We definitely well, had, well, had, had hold the fucking phone. We had 1948. Yeah, I'm googling it right now. Maybe like the Looney and Toonie from Canada. It's no freaking dollar bill Durham freaking peso type shit. Hold on, I'm gonna look wait. Is, wait, is this paper? Country? Is this paper? Yeah, currency? paper, paper currency. Oh, okay. The first this use of paper up. currency can be traced back to the year 806 AD in China. <laughs> All right, well, it's 1943. Can I tell you why I got 1948? Because I typed China printed currency and it gave me the first series of what currency they're currently using. So I'm not necessarily wrong. Which is the Zen? Yen? Is it that? Right? Yen? Yeah, yeah but it's called the Renminbi banknotes, which is like the style of banknote that they use. Do I win something for knowing that? All right, here's my shot. I will be doing a toast. Uh, to Mike and Zainab and to Zainab for taking hosting duties over Trivia with Consequences. We thank you. You. The showrunner. Show You're doing a great job, you guys. <sighs> okay, next All round. Right. All right, next round. Mike, we're back to you. I'm Zainab, going back to movies. Different... No, you're not, because you've got to pick a different category this you time. You said there the rules. No. I thought you said there was two questions in each. Oh, you said you need to pick two questions. Uh, I'll do music. Music. All right. Which band has received the most Grammy Awards? Band. <sighs> Is that your answer? Like what? Well, like what? <laughs> <laughs> band. The band. Um, what's the Grammy Award? Is it like best song, best artist? Or... And they just won the most Grammy Awards. That's oh, so freaking. You do know this? That's so freaking. Um... It took me a minute, but because I, I remember, I remember answering this in like trivia crack or something like that. Yeah, I feel like when you hear it, I didn't know either, and then when I saw the answer, I was like, "That makes a lot of sense," and we can the discuss Beatles? why after. Is it the Beatles? No. Can I? Right. Ask? That, that's that's a really good. I'm guess, like ninety nine percent sure I know it. It's you two. Yes, it is. Uh, See that okay? That makes sense. I was gone on that route. You know, music that I don't listen to, but like I know is the popular winning thing. Is YouTube? It was a valiant effort. It was a valiant effort, and we're not mad at you. We're just disappointed. Well, which put, up, put put everyone's album or put put their album on everyone's iPhone? That was dope. They did that. that was, yes, they did that. Oh, Paul, you're new to Team iPhone. They did that years ago. They just forced it on everybody. Mm. Well, yes. Heard of that? He's so stupid. He didn't what? I remember that. Don't be mad because you don't know shit about Bono. <laughs> you, you, I had a red 
iPod Nano. Where were you when I had the red iPad Nano? <laughs> you, you were busy having a white one in your ivory tower. I don't know about you two. He you says he says to his microphone. Bono can walk on water, dude. <laughs> biggest shit. He has the biggest shit of water. Absolutely embarrassing for you, Mike. <laughs> All right, Paul, round two. What are we feeling tonight? We you've done history, so you've got movies, music, sports, or science. Uh since we did music and movies, and I can't pick history, I'll do science. Science. All right. Let's give you a fun science question. Ooh. I could give you the fun one where you might learn something new, or I could give you one that you might know. Which one? I'll let you, I'll let you pick. No, I, I want you to pick. Okay, then I'm going to pick. Uh, the hallux is the scientific name for which body part? Already not going to get it. Can you say it one more time? The hallux is the scientific name for which body part? Can you spell it? H-A-L-L-U-X. And I... Maybe we could work on hints. Would you like one? Yes. It's on the bottom half of the body. Non-sexual. Bottom half of the body. Bottom half like hips and lower or like... Is that yes, hips and lower? Sweetie, or what like... does bottom half mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Under, under your nipples or under, under your, your, your kidney? Hell. 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 Why don't you look at a body and decide where the half mark is and then below that is kind of where it falls under. Ever thought of under that? My, under my rib cage is half, I think. Uh, I'm going to say it's your knee. Okay, Can I? All wrong. Yes, give it a shot, Mike, because Paul's just not correct. <laughs> he said knee. It's bottom half. It's in your big toe. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> 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 that was the stupidest guess. I literally was like, oh, I'm wrong. Let's just pick something stupid. Wow. Okay. Now, that's funny. <laughs> and we've all learned something new. So now we all know the Halix is the big toe, and we've each got two. Wait, so I don't know. Is it is it a piece of the big toe, or is like the Halix is the big toe? The big toe is the scientific name for it is Halix. Wow. All right, we're going to go around the room. Would you rather have toe thumbs or no thumbs? Meaning you, all right, you lose your thumb, right? Do you keep it like that? Or do you surgically get one of your toes attached to your hand and you now have toe thumbs? Can we ask Megan Fox? Well, one at a time. (laughs) Zena, what'd you say? Do I get to pick which toe replaces the thumb? Um, It is, No. It's the toe next to your big toe. Okay, absolutely. I choose the toe. Wow. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. And okay. Megan, Megan Fox might have been put in that uh that situation before, and she chose the toe also. I mean, Megan, Megan Fox... Fox's thumbs are toe thumbs. Google it if you haven't listened. If you haven't seen this yet, and you're listening now, Google Megan Fox's thumbs. You're gonna puke. I'm sorry, but you gotta do it. I mean. In the words of the famous, uh, it might be Vine, TikTok, Megan Fox's toe thumbs walked, baby. They strutted that runway so your toe thumbs could run. That is so, so beautiful and so true. She died for our sins. She Uh, did. 
Also, please donate to the GoFundMe for Megan Fox's toe thumbs while you're donating to uh, Jerome Bettis' knees and Jerome Bettis' orthopedist. God knows he needs us now more than ever. And, and Alex golfing lessons. And Alex golf lessons. Uh, That's GoFundMe.com backslash Megan Fox toe thumbs. Please. Hey, please. at home, do you have toe thumbs? Drop a link in the comments to your toe thumb pictures. <laughs> I actually know someone who has toe thumbs. I'd love to get you guys in touch. Well, wow, okay, so like real have you I don't want if, have you ever asked them if they'd rather have <laughs> toe thumbs or no thumbs? No, no, she was very sensitive about it and I one time said something about her thumbs not referring to the shape and it really it put a riff in our friendship. So, I actually don't even know if I can get you guys in contact. Yeah. <laughs> not on good terms. Do you follow her on Twitter still? I follow her on Instagram still. Yes, I do. Not Twitter though. I like that you left out Twitter. No you Twitter. Only Okay. So I don't okay. want to know what I, she's typing with those thumbs. All right. I, see, I see where this the friendship you is know, not as as it used to be. It makes sense that she doesn't have a Twitter. Her thumbs are too big. She probably can't even write anything. She can't. <laughs> she, 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 she's trying to write a G. She's clicking a T, a F, a Y. <laughs> all of her tweets are just so. Uh, they're like stinky, you know. They're like stinky mm. feet because it smells like uh, it smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's candles. <laughs> And it comes full circle. That's it's called okay. comedy 101. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's a, a, a callback. That's a Louis C.K. joke. We're, we're an hour later and we're still referencing the beginning of the story, man. That's how it goes. Except we're not going to ask the viewers if we could jerk off in front of them yet. But, <laughs> but if I did ask you and you said yes, I could. <laughs> Don't tell me I can't. I asked you. I don't know. Consent is consent. All right. That's true. Yes gonna... does mean yes, as they as they used to say. Yes means yes. <laughs> All right, boys. What do you think? Let's do a spelling bee. How do we I'm feel? Spelling bee. More trivia. I don't like spelling. You want more trivia? Spelling bee. Spelling bee. Oh. Spelling bee. I want trivia. It's All right, spelling so... time. All right. Who two. wants to go first? Who we've got? Who do we have? It's on my top turn. Right? If it's we're my going turn. back and forth. All right, Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna use your system. I like your system. Why don't you pick a number one through ten for me? All right, this is my thing. Um, one through ten. Seven. Seven. All right. Your word is camaraderie. Oh, that's a hard word, man. Wow. That is a hard word. C O M, camaraderie. C O C O M M com. Is that wrong already? Yes. Fuck. That's com wrong? Okay. C-O-M? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I would have got that wrong, too. All That's right. What I, would I already said. saw, like, your reaction to your face go like that, and I was like, wow. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep going, I'm... though. Spell it. Keep going. Keep going. Give it a shot. Let's see if you can get the ending right. C-O-M. R-A-D. still doing C-O-M when I already said that was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you said just keep going. I'm just going to keep going. Like, what am I going to switch it? I'm already wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> R-A-D, is that wrong? R-A-D, I don't know. Come rot, rot. Paul, tell us. You want to give it a shot? R-A-D, Paul, go for it. All right. C-A-M-R-A-D-I-E-R-E. -E. Okay, you were a little bit, a little bit closer. I'm just going to spell it for you guys, all right? Camaraderie. C A M A R A D E R I E. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. 
It's a bit wow. of a tricky one. You made a mistake picking number seven. I would say that's probably the, the hardest of of them all. Damn. You tried. You tried your best, Mike. Cherry bomb, boy. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Here. Cherry bomb. All right. Okay. It's me? It's you. Okay. All right. Pick a number one through seven. Don't, I'm sorry. One through ten. Don't pick seven. Number one. Number one. All right. Your word is docile. D-O-C-I-L-E. That was beautiful and perfect. Just like you. Congratulations. We are so bang, proud bang, of you. Bang, bang, bang. You know what? I'll do the shot anyway. In solidarity with Mike. <laughs> Celebratory wow. and in solidarity. Great job. Guy, he didn't even he didn't even stutter. Did you hear him, Mike? He didn't even stutter. Style D O C I L E in perfect cursive. Got any more brain busters, Zainab? <laughs> yeah, actually I do. Mike, you're up next. Let's bust your brain. Uh, nine. Nine. All right. Your word is impasse. I- impasse? Yes, impasse. For two people to be at an impasse. Impasse definition. A situation in which no progress is possible. As Patrick Starr would say, it seems we've reached an impasse. Thank you very much. It was very applicable. Honestly, I'm so thrown off right now. Impasse. Is it... I don't know if it's an I or an E, and it's driving me crazy. Well, I'm saying impasse. So what do you think? I... M. Right, good boy. Yeah. P A S S. Impasse. Wrong. Shit. We're trying to help you out there, man. Yeah, I know. I saw the wink, but I already said what I said. You know what's correct. I M P A S S. E is a silent E. Oh my goodness! Stupidest word I've ever heard. Zainab, this is stupid. <laughs> this is a word that came from a ninth grade vocabulary list. So, <laughs> shout out Mrs. Manouche. Oh, no, that's eighth grade. Eighth grade is Miss Manouche, my girl. Hell yeah. What community she gave me lunch you attention. I was, was in Lambda. Uh, Lambda. Wait, I was my... in Lambda too. Yeah, we were we all were... in Lambda. Okay. We were all in Lambda. I don't know Ms. who Manouche, Mr. Uh, what was B? It was Mr. B. I can't remember how to. What was his last name, though? The math teacher? Uh, it was Mr. B. <laughs> I think Did it's you have Mr. B? That was his no? whole name. B-E-E-E-E. No. He had a bigger yeah. name, but his name was Mr. B. He, I, he I had Miss Paula Castro. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember. remember any of my teacher's names. Why do you guys remember so well? There was, a me- uh, there was a, another math, or was it an English teacher who's a male? But I can't remember his name either. But he was cool with me. I didn't have him because I had Miss Manouche. And then you had Mrs. I had the male teacher. He was like kind of tall and he looked like a werewolf because he had like. Definitely a werewolf. All right. I got to take a shot. I remember one time telling people like in eighth grade that I did not like my math teacher. And I forgot who, but someone was like, oh, why? She's so pretty. And I'm like, so <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with anything? I'm like, she fucking sucks. Paul, you were the first feminist. I know. I mean, listen, I, 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 I judge uh, people, specifically math teachers, on the content of their character, not the <laughs> about their fucking uh, if they wear Louis Vuitton uh, belts or not. 
And uh, she, said, did she wear Louis Vuitton belt? Like, I'm oddly specific. She, she might as well have. She might as well have. <laughs> Wait, so Zainab, I don't think you know this story, but one of my early, so I met Paul in eighth grade, since we're talking about eighth grade, funny story. Um, one of our first, our mutual friends of how I met Paul was this kid, Kevin McCarthy. Shout out Kevin McCarthy. Um, but we used to, anytime we walked past each other in the hallway, we would do the finger guns, right? Just like a bow, 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 bow type thing. And we would do this to each other. So one time I was walking past Paul in the hallway. I think Kevin was there also. And me and Kevin walking down the hall. I think we were going to lunch and Paul's passing us. And we start just shooting these guns back and forth. That's how we said hi. And we were going back and forth for like... Probably like 20 seconds. It was a while. We were like, bah, 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 bah. what's up? What's up? <laughs> and that's what we did for like 20 seconds. And I think the vice principal, uh, that we're principal, the vice principal literally called us out and said, come here. And all three of us walked over because we were scared. We were like, oh, uh, okay. And we walk over and he's like, why do you think we called you or I called you over here? And we're like, and I think it was Paul actually. It Paul was. goes, uh, because we were doing this and he doesn't and i just remember he did it really so like because we were doing this and he was like yeah stop that <laughs> he said something like so weird. we were like okay <laughs> but like we were like playing guns in school because we were like pointing at each other yeah. that's, not so only, dumb. that's not only cute but also pure and yeah. I'm glad that you guys had that moment to share. That, and that was the first and the last time me and Paul have ever gotten in trouble together. We never get in trouble. We're so we're such good guys. No we're one really ever by the book. You know. Or by the book. We follow the law. All right. Well, Paul's about to be in trouble if he doesn't spell <laughs> the next word. <laughs> uh, All right, we're getting number two. We're getting two. number two. All right. Your word is exacerbate. I'm not gonna get it. Uh, <laughs> Exas oh maybe I will. E X H A S U R B A T E. I'm sorry, that's joke. Were what? you being serious? E exacerbate. <laughs> e Wait, is that really how you spell it? Exacerbate. I'm sorry, we exacerbate. I'm sticking with it. E X H A. S U R exacerbate B A T E. No, there's there's um there's no H in the word. Oh, I thought it was a trick. No, I was just laughing so hard because I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately for you, exactly. What is it? Spelled E X A C E R B A T E. Everyone listening, I want you to text your friends a voice note. Test your friends a voice note and ask them to spell exacerbate. You made it seem like I threw like a Q in there and a. <laughs> Where does the H really it except for one or two letters? Wow. You were just, you know what? Your one letter was so, it was so, I just wasn't expecting it. It really caught me off guard. I thought that was an easy one. You know what I think? What? I, I would have said Q. Honestly, thank God I get that one. I think I think you have all the answers in front of you, and now you've gone crazy with power. I think you think you're Gwyneth Paltrow. All this right, guys, give me a word. I can spell started. almost any word. Give me a word right I, now. I'll spell almost. I think any. we need to have Zainab back with shots in her. She's gonna drink for the first time, and we're gonna and we're gonna do this and and just laugh at you every time you get a word. We'd laugh straight in your face. Ha! I can spell. I can spell my sleep. I'll spell when I'm dead. 
I'm always yeah, you never you never drank. So what what about you drunk, Zainab? Okay. I don't know. Laugh. I probably laugh. Feel that is the dumbest thing, Zainab, I've ever <laughs> heard. All right, all right. Uh, spell Zainab. Spell huh. bourgeois. Bourgeoisie. B-O-U-R-G-E-O-S-I-E. Can you say that one more time? I lost it. B-O-U-R. No, the whole thing. The whole thing. I, B-O-U-R-G-E-O-S-I-E. Yeah. No, B O U R G E O I S. Oh my God, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, uh, you know what? There's actually two ways to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you the worst word. <laughs> How did you spell it, Zainab? B O U R G E O S I E. Oh no, you still got it wrong. That is okay. the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, first of all, Paul. You said what, Paul? As as the host of this podcast, I'm gonna need you to protect me in front of Mike and yell at him. You're the host right I'm now. I'm your guest. I'm the guest. You're the host. You You're literally the showrunner of There's spelling. Radio silence from him. Look at the way he's looking into the camera with his dead, lifeless eyes. Zainab, you are the showrunner <laughs> right now. We gave you the reins. This is your show. Wait, do I actually have the reins right now? Sort of. You're the. All right. I have something. I have something that I want to talk about quickly. Yeah, what do you got? It's my upstairs neighbor. She's driving me insane, and I might cause a scene again. I caused a scene earlier today, and Paul, I might cause another scene. Paul, were you not here when me and Zainab were talking about our neighbor? You he weren't here. Not, he was not all here right, yet. So, all right, you have the floor, Zainab. T- tell us about your neighbor. Well, I was as I was gearing up to uh, guest on this podcast, my upstairs neighbor decided she wanted to run the New York Marathon upstairs above me very loudly. So I, I went up there, and I simply asked her to stop, but she's still doing it. I can feel the walls shaking. I feel her running. And it's just driving me to my wit's end. Oh, it's still going on currently. It's still going on. I'm surprised you can't hear it. I can hear it through my headphones. If I'm I'm you, this is what I do. I take a broom, a, you know, anything with a long handle that could cause you to reach the ceiling and go, every time you hear her stomping around, you answer back with a pop. With the broom now. hitting the ceiling. So wait, 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 wait. So me and Zainab talked before we recorded, and she actually waited outside. Zainab, and I did not expect this. Everyone always says, "Oh, I'm gonna say something," and they never do, right? Zainab literally, she told me before we started recording, she waited outside and said something to this lady. So whoa. kudos to her because that's wait, a that's wait, a bold whoa. statement. Whoa, Zainab on, literally. Yeah, she complained. Yeah, I blacked out in anger. I blacked out. I completely, I don't know what happened to me. I have this, like, I have that that condition where, like, some noises just drive me nuts, like mouth noises. And apparently her running upstairs really just, it triggers me. So I blacked out. I don't know what happened. Next thing I know, my front door's opening. I'm outside. And I'm staring (laughs) her in the face. And I'm asking her to stop. And she was like, I'll jump less loud. I don't know how you can jump less loud. Jumping... Is a one She's, volume. Okay, thing. so first of all, she admitted that she was jumping. What is yeah. she do? What, no. what is she jumping for? She's jumping she's working out. She's working out. Yeah. Why doesn't she just work out outside? That's a fantastic idea, or that's a good question, and I don't know. First of all, shout out to you for even saying something. I'm the kind of guy that if you're my neighbor and you're doing that, I'm just gonna complain about it to people I know. I feel yeah. like when I push comes to shove, I'm not going to say anything to their face about it. 
Oh my That's God. That's why I was shocked. It's been a couple of weeks of me seeing her out by the mailbox and not saying anything and just politely waving, but in my mind wishing she would drop dead. Like, I hope one day I hear one final thud and it's just her body against the ground. And I don't hear a noise for weeks and I get nervous and I call the cops and I'm like, hey, my neighbor, who's often pretty active at this hour, is not making any noise. And then they go and it just flies everywhere and she's dead. Wow. And then she can't jump anymore. And, you know, I feel a lot better after that. I feel better after you got that off your chest. That was like, I, uh... I feel better. I also, like, now that I've said it, I don't feel good about what I said. Um, I feel good. But do we start? I mean, like, listen, we have a fucking massive following that could raise thousands and thousands of dollars if we say the word. Do we start a new GoFundMe for insulation yeah. for your ceilings? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we have the Zainab Ceiling Fund, in addition to Jerome Bettis's knees, Jerome Bettis's orthopedist, and Alex Golf lessons. Wait, uh, and links are in the comments. There's one more. Megan Fox thumbs. Oh Megan yeah, and for Megan oh. Fox's thumbs, toe yep. thumbs. Uh, toe thumbs or no thumbs. Also, drop a comment if you'd rather have toe thumbs or no thumbs. I don't know if I said that. If I said it, I'm gonna say it again. Um, I like that... I like when all of our viewers are dropping comment comments in the in the section below and just you know we have so many people just you know conversing in our comment section and I, I just love to see it. I love our fans. I just want to make a point. Shout out to everyone in the comment section right now. So thank you. And while we're shouting out, I'd like to give a big shout out to the the production that started it all, Hot Salad World. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, listen, shout out definitely Hot Salad World, which was the brainchild of all this, uh, you know, blogs, videos, podcasts. And, you know, that's what brought us all together. You guys, we have to honestly homage to that. One of my favorite articles of all time was Zaynab on HotSaladWorld.com about going to the movies by yourself. And that I, this was. is before this is before I even knew Zayna. I like knew who she was before I was friends with her, and now we're best friends. And, That's one of my and favorite experiences. That was a for, great article. HotSaladWorld.com. Literally a great article, fantastic. And did I start going to the movies by myself? AMCA list member shout. Yes, I did. Yes, I did start to go, and I love it. I love going by myself because you don't That's talk to anyone in the movie theater. You know, you don't need to it, go to the movies, people. Yeah. It really is the perfect situation to do a event by yourself. It it's the thing that makes the most sense. Yeah, you know? agreed. No, it, it's the only it, one. Yeah, it's the only one. There's no situation where you should be talking anyway. So why why do you go with people? You know, I mean, listen, that just sparked it. I feel like maybe we should like start uh start a little fucking group block collective again. I don't know. I mean, listen, we'll see what happens. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, leave people at home waiting, but uh. I would stay tuned for it. I would stay tuned. Uh, I, I, I would stay is, tuned for that. <laughs> at that. At that point, I wish I never went to Venom 1, the first Venom movie with you guys. Right, because you it shut was the your worst fucking experience. mouth, Mike. It was a good movie. <laughs> of, oh, yeah, I like Venom. One of the worst experiences in, the, in my life was going to see Venom with these two, and, and it was a terrible movie, and they really liked it when we walked out. I, I don't understand what they could have liked. <laughs> All right. Paul and I enjoyed Venom. Mike didn't enjoy Venom. Let's get the listeners' inputs. Listeners, if you liked Venom, comment down below. If you didn't like Venom, don't comment. And, 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 and. Retweet. And Retweet. Go, if you didn't go like away. It. I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> yeah. And don't ever talk to me again. You're all my friend. <laughs> all right, guys. We've been going a little more than an hour and a half. I wow. think that could wrap us up. Zainab, 
Obviously, thank you for coming on and for being our showrunner during the trivia. And we will give you the last word. Zainab, what do you have to say? Thank you. Wow. That was really special. But I'm going to take one last shot. And uh, everybody, please check on your friends.